This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. Hello, my name is Stephen Ashmore and I'm here with my colleague Tracy Rutherford to record our second news bulletin of 2007. This broadcast will focus on events that have taken place in the world of clinical audit from April to June. It has been a wet and miserable couple of months weather-wise in the UK, but what has the climate been like on Planet Audit recently? Over to you, Tracy. starting with your views on the National Audit meeting you attended a couple of months ago. Thanks, Stephen. The Department of Health organised a meeting to discuss the revitalisation of clinical audit. Um, it was held on the 25th of April 2007. Attendees at the meeting were from far and wide in terms of both geography and their links as stakeholders within clinical audit. Great to see so many clinical audit professionals in attendance alongside representatives from Royal Colleges, the Healthcare Commission, National Audit Programme providers and independent health providers. With more than 90 people in attendance, this was a great indication that clinical audit is indeed alive and well. The meeting focused on two areas. In the morning, the focus related to shaping clinical audit for the future, with a broad emphasis on how to revitalise and strengthen both the role of clinical audit and also how to increase participation levels. This included a discussion as to whether clinical audit should be renamed. A majority of the audience voted no. The afternoon session focused on the new National Clinical Audit Advisory Group. Um, table discussions focused on who the NCAAG should advise, whether the group should set the work plan for national audits and what their input could be in relation to local audit. For more information about these discussions, they can be found on a separate Clinical Audit Support Centre podcast entitled First National Audit Meeting. But overall, I would say to you, it was a very successful day. It was good to get so many people who were involved and enthusiastic part of um, the discussions. It should also be really interesting for clinical audit professionals to be part of the changes over the next few months. Moving on to May, the month was notable not only for a particularly dull FA Cup final to grace the opening of the new Wembley Stadium, but also the launch and publication of the tender document for the National Clinical Audit and Patient Outcomes Programme currently run by the Healthcare Commission. Those of you with a keen eye will have noted that the tender extends beyond national audits and will include management of the National Joint Registry and the Paediatric Intensive Care Network. Overall, the successful bidder will be awarded the contract for the next three years, worth in excess of £20 million. The successful supplier will also pick up responsibility for a number of other areas, including supplying the Secretariat for the new National Clinical Audit Advisory Group that Tracy mentioned earlier in this broadcast. It is encouraging to see that the tender document states that the supplier will have considerable expertise and experience in clinical audit and it will therefore be intriguing to see which organisations bid for the opportunity to run the new national audit programme. Interestingly enough, we have had a few audit professionals and healthcare staff encourage us to tender for the bid, but from experience of previous tender documents relating to scoping work for national audits, I can confirm that the work involved in submitting a bid is prohibitive for a team of the size of ours. 
If you get the chance to take a look at the tender documentation available online, I would strongly encourage you to do so. The likelihood is that the new National Audit Programme will be headed in the direction of a very large commercial organisation and we will find out more when expressions of interest have been submitted in mid-July 2007. Moving on to June now, with the Department of Health encouraging organisations to develop new and innovative ways of revitalising clinical audit, we, the Clinical Audit Support Centre, launched the first ever Clinical Audit podcasting service in June. For those of you not familiar with podcasting, you should not be intimidated by the term and you do not need to own an iPod to listen to our broadcasts. In most cases, you can access this service and listen via your PC simply by logging onto the podcast page of our website and clicking onto the relevant link. The purpose of a podcast is to make clinical audit information available in a more interesting format than traditional text-based approaches. To date, we've recorded eight podcasts, and these include the first ever clinical audit blog, new updates like the broadcast you are currently listening to, and updates from national meetings. More podcasts are planned soon, so keep an eye out for them. The response to date has been excellent, and within two days of adding the information to iTunes, we've been granted new and notable status. Well, that concludes news from April to June. I'm now going to hand over to Stephen for other news. Thanks, Tracy. To start this section, I'm going to give you a quick update on progress with the new version of Principles for Best Practice in Clinical Audit. The good news is that most authors have been identified for the book, however with current major developments taking place in clinical audit, such as the realignment of the National Audit Programme, we are mindful that the book needs to take these issues into account and therefore it is likely that the publication date may slip back beyond February 2008. However, we are still keen on case studies being submitted for the book, although we would like to gently remind those submitting work that we are looking for completed audits. To date, the majority of submissions have not included a re-audit phase. In other news, we have recently become aware of a number of clinical audit networks that exist across the UK. We were well aware of organisations such as CSUN, the South East Clinical Effectiveness Network, and SWANS, the South West Audit Network, but we have realised that there are many other groups that clinical audit professionals can link into. These include CASNET, the Clinical Audit Support Network, which covers primary care in the East Midlands and South Yorkshire region, the National Paediatric Audit Network, and a collaborative of ambulance trusts in the south of England. There is also a group covering the whole of the Yorkshire region. Clearly, it is worth speaking to audit colleagues in your area or specialism to find out what support networks exist. That rounds up the clinical audit news. I'm now going to hand over to Tracy, who's going to talk about the website of the quarter. Thanks, Stephen. In this edition, we are featuring the National Library for Health, formerly known as the National Electronic Library for Health. This is a vast resource that aims to be the best health and information service in the world. The site is full of useful information and users can search a range of evidence-based resources. This makes the National Library for Health extremely useful for finding best practice and developing appropriate criteria and standards for clinical audit projects. This site also includes NICE guidance, access to specialist libraries and you can use the site to register for your Athens password and this will open up more resources to you. If you are non-clinical, the site has a clinical dictionary to help you understand medical terminology 
and there's also a news section on the home page and this provides details of latest evidence-based practice. All in all, it's a comprehensive resource and a godsend to clinical audit professionals charged with developing audit projects, so do take a look if you haven't seen it before. Moving on now to dates for your diary, and I'm going to hand back to Stephen. There are a number of events coming up over the next couple of months that will doubtless be of interest to the clinical audit community. You're probably aware that here at the Clinical Audit Support Centre we are organising our first national conference called Clinical Audit 2020. This event is all about looking to the future of clinical audit and takes place on the 15th of November at the National Space Centre in Leicester. Keynote speakers have been agreed from a number of national organisations such as the Department of Health, the Clinical Governance Support Team and the National Audit and Governance Group and these organisations will provide insights into the future delivery of clinical audit in the UK. The event will also feature innovative live voting forums allowing delegates to find out the answers to key audit related questions of the day and we will also have an interactive exhibition. We've tried to keep costs to a minimum and at £150 plus VAT the event represents good value for money and we are optimistic that this conference will be different from all previous audit events to date. Meanwhile, healthcare events are running several conferences over the next six months including Clinical Audit 2008 in February. Finally, we mentioned the National Audit Programme earlier in the podcast and there are a couple of key dates that you should be aware of that are coming up over the course of the next few months. On the 31st of July, a briefing meeting will be held of all the successful bidders who've made it through to the second stage and they will be asked to submit tender documents that need to be through to the Department of Health by the 11th of September. Beyond this, the contract will finally be awarded on the 3rd of December 2007 with a view to the new organisation starting work on the National Audit Programme on the 1st of April 2008. I'm not sure whether it will be possible to keep up to date with progress relating to the National Audit Programme, but I assume that the Department of Health will give regular briefings, so it will be worth perhaps keeping an eye out for developments. This concludes the news podcast for April to June 2007. On behalf of Tracy and myself, we hope you found it useful and we look forward to coming back in October to providing you with another news update. This broadcast was recorded on the 25th of July 2007 and is copyrighted the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.